Black Friday doesn't have to be every Friday. Luckily, there's Your Diapies Adult Diapers. Your Diapies puts the greeter front and center so you don't get bum-rushed upon initial entry. And with patented pockets of flavor crystals, they'll keep your breath fresh from the waist down around town. Don't discount that basketball hoop until you see the ball go through the net. Buy Your Diapies. Your bottom would be more bankrupt than a store-wide security breach to not use Your Diapies. What are you waiting for? A case of the Cyber Mondays? A two for Tuesday? A whip it out when the sun is out Wednesday? No, we didn't think so. Your Diapies. Trust Your Diapies. For when other diapers won't do. You're in the audience at a comedy show. When the stand-up tries to sex-shame a friend of yours for not sleeping with her, hello, double standard. Welcome to the sidebar. I'm Sebastian Morales, filling in for Clint Myers Novak, who is currently getting his flaccid penis looked at by a specialist. Model Airplane News is the number one RC aircraft magazine, we assume in the United States, but possibly the world. I mean, how many Model Airplane News magazines could there be? Regardless of the sidebar's views on toys and those who play with them, we're joined here today by a contributor to Model Airplane News, Amelia Earhart, with his article, Model Air Trains Innovator, where he profiles what we assume are air trains. I'm not sure. I just work here. Amelia, welcome to the sidebar. Uh, hi. Th- th- thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for being here. Now, I'd like to get right into your article. Tell us a little bit about air trains. Oh, yeah. And tell me how they're being innovated. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> uh, you know, I came up with this idea uh, when I was a kid. I, I, I was uh, watching, you know, the planes fly in the air, and then I, I saw a train. And I, I, I thought, how about a, a flying train? And were you influenced at all by Back to the Future 3? I know there is a flying train. Uh, I know Christopher Lloyd no. may have maybe had a hand in it. No. No. Now, what were your influences then uh, for flying trains and air trains? Uh, the train and the plane. The train and the plane, but not an automobile. No. And why not automobiles? Uh, they're not planes or or trains. So you like to put wings on things. Do you collect things with wings? Uh, no. No, you don't collect wings or things with wings. So tell us about sort of your hobbies. Okay. Tell us what gets Amelia Air hard, which I hard. assume heart hard hard. It's Amelia hard, Air hard. hard. Yes, I assume is a pen name or a cover name. I can assume that you can assume you, what you would you like to assume. Confirm or deny. I that mean, name. I, I mean, yeah. I, assumptions are the mother of all uh, things. I will say that I am just going off of the research done by our beloved researcher, the Internati Harper. Uh, who is currently on a train as we speak. Oh. Now, I'm told that the brakes are out on the train, and Addy is trying to signal for help, but when you're in the Alps, that's tough luck. She probably did. Addy doesn't die. She sort of just regenerates. She doesn't... Uh, she works for college credit anyway. We don't pay her. Oh, that's nice. Anyway. Okay. Your article. Yeah, we'll get... Model Air Trains Innovator. Oh, so yeah. let's, let's go back to the previous issue that you contributed to. Now, tell us a little bit yes. about the article. So basically, you know, in the uh, model plane uh, world, uh, if you will, um, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of discussion about innovation. 
you know, hybrid, oil, gas, or paper, plane. Um, and, and, you know, in, in this world, they, 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 there needs to be something of a Elon Musk, if you will, a persona mm-hmm. to kind of take it to the next level. Well, okay, and, and that's that's where I wanted to take it to is is having a train be a plane, but a model plane, but not a plane, but a train is like kind of taking everything that that you could do travel wise and putting it into one vehicle. Do you foresee people traveling by paper airplane? Uh, no, what I imagine, and I wrote this in my. Article when I tested out my air train at the playground, um, I attached uh, two pigeons to the train uh, to see if the train was uh, heavy enough uh, to balance with the pigeons. And was it? No. Now, why? Now, there are different types of pigeons, obviously. Uh, I believe there are. A hundred different varieties of Darwin pigeon. If there's four. There's four. Uh, yeah. Now there is four, thanks to you and your uh, yes. your trials. Yes. Well, what did you find out in your experiments? I suppose uh, what I'm getting at is, are you a model train pilot? Do you oversee other pilots? How does that yeah, work? Yeah. Well, How, um, it's what an, the, what's the training ground? Well, the training for trains is uh, very difficult. Um, a lot of it involves CrossFit. Um, a lot of exercise, a lot of core work. Um, but so far I'm the only one, uh, you know, heading, heading this, this up. It's a new thing. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm working on a curriculum for, for children mostly that I like to get involved with. And this has to do with the cannonball run. Yes. And now tell me about training for the cannonball run and how you utilize the children. Yes, well, I I tried to touch as many uh, children as I could, because children I think are you know are are our future. And just to just to clarify, that's not a physical touch; that's an emotional touch. Uh, uh both. Both physical yeah. and emotional. Well, you can't really get emotional unless you get physical. Okay, so you get physical. Um, I know you're a big Olivia Newton-John fan. Uh, I can see by. Yes. Uh, all the correspondence that we've had back and forth. Yes. And uh, Olivia Newton-John actually was part of the RC Aircraft Festival that you put on last year. That's right. And it was sort of a, uh impromptu Greece reunion. Uh-huh. Now tell me about that. You had John Travolta was there. A yeah. lot of leather, a lot of pink. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of uh, movement, thrusting. Um, and was, it, was that sponsored? By... Was, was uh, Model Airplane News, did they sponsor the festival? Yes. yes. Okay. Now, yes. Why, why would they do that? Why? What well, do you I'm, have for be, Model Airplane Magazine? Because I'm I'm the newest. Okay, so um, in the Model Airplane world, they're looking for fresh faces, young folk like myself. I'm 55, so I'm I'm very youthful, you know, um, but with experience. Uh, so what they were looking for is some type of individual that could make it hype. So there is. So what you're saying, hyper beast. So what you're saying is there is a breeding ground for model airplane uh, operators and flyers. Essentially, uh, you you can't just get into it. Well, you don't really fly uh, the model airplane. Well, you control it. Is that? Yeah, you control it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you don't personally fly it. No, of course not. It's a technicality. It's very important. Look, I suppose we should just get into your your name. Let's get into your name. Okay. Where where does your name come from? 
why yeah who you know who are your heroes uh the guy uh tom hanks who flew uh into the hudson he, so you're, you're talking about sully I mean, yeah, uh, Sully Hanks. Sully right, is, is an American hero, I believe. Yep. Only German, actually. A flock or two of pigeons or birds were hurt. Right, right. Uh, um, I was fantastic. Uh, really. In some circles, he's considered a mass murderer, but yeah. he saved the lives of people. Right. So he is considered a hero, and I believe he was awarded. Uh, he inspired. I, I mean, actually, I was more inspired by Castaway. I think, you know, to fly planes, but I could never really get the. Uh, chance to fly an actual plane so that's how I got into model planes and then I thought you know hey you know maybe a train could fly well you actually had a model train experience with Tom Hanks the Tom Hanks yes I did yes and you invited him to a desert island and you left him there I did yes and essentially he just had batteries and a model train and you said correct find your way off yes that's correct and he did um it took him a while but yes and how did he do that well he didn't use my advice (laughs) I said, you know, there's pigeons on the fucking island, you, you, you idiot. <laughs> Use the pigeons. But <clears throat> he uh, had a uh, volleyball with him, um, and he sliced the volleyball open and made two flaps on either side. He put the train through the volleyball and called it the Wilson Air Train Mobile. And you're saying that carried him off of the island? No, he uh, just tried it out, and it fell into the ocean and drowned. Oh. So Tom Hanks drowned. Yes. So you're saying that the Tom Hanks that we see today in movies is not the Tom Hanks. It is an imposter. Yes, it's Similar a lie. to it's the f- new Paul McCartney. Correct. That, uh, well, he's been dead for a long time. Also, now, okay, now also the original Paul McCartney, yes. it was rumored, was murdered by a model train. Was it an HO or a Lionel? Um, I, I believe the latter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Addie, which one is that? Addie doesn't know because Addie is on a train. See, sometimes when I do not have my beloved researcher with me, I get a little kooky, and That's I okay. mix up my trains with my airplanes. That's all right. Um, oh, could you, you hold on a second? I sure can. My mom's make me so homeless. This, this is a podcast. We have all the time in the world. Oh, uh, just one, one, sorry. Mom! No! Just one second! Okay. Now, sorry. It, 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 if I could just, uh, if you could uh, humor me and let me to judge you for a second, huh. it sounded like you were living with your mother. Yes. Now, does your mother fly model airplanes? Did she get you into uh, the genre? No. No. Well, what is your mother's role? Because you do write in your article that she has heavily influenced your life. Well, and, yeah. And, um, She's I, a mother. She supports you, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Financially, now, mostly. Now, when you say she's a mother, do you mean that she is a mother, or do you mean that she is a mother? Meaning that she is a mother. Is that a trick question? No, I believe uh, it was in context. Now, she's maybe the mother of model trains. Now, you're trying to innovate your own model train. Right. Well, she was the inspiration for my first model air train. And what was that? It's called Mommy on a Train. And Mommy on a Train, how did that do? Did you take it to toy shows? Maybe try to sell it, right? I did, I, you... I did but, um, you know, this was when Toys R Us was around. I don't know if it still is. It's not. Okay. Um, but uh, I took it to Toys R Us. Um, they, they said it was this word. I, I'm not sure what this means. Maybe, you know, you sound like a smart individual. Um, they said it was a, a phallic uh, image. 
Um, I guess uh, I'm not sure why the train was. So basically, my mom straddled the train, you know, and and it's a long train, and then her arms were kind of like wings, that flapped, you know, and then they moved, and the train would go in and out, in and out while the flaps went. So it was like, you know, so it looked like it was moving and flying, you know, because it was just a model, it's a toy, didn't work yet, but. And that train was actually sponsored by Playboy. And I'm told Hugh yes. Hefner was a big fan. Yeah. And he invested and he lost a lot of money. Yeah, well, he's in, you know, I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> gambling, right? Hey, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> now, uh, you have experience actually hanging out at the Playboy Mansion for a brief moment in the early 90s. Now, tell I, me. That was the late 80s, actually. But late 80s, I believe fine. it was. Tell us the story. Now, there was. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of celebrities going in and out of the Playboy Mansion. Sure, um, Hugh loved his trains, as everybody oh, yeah. knows. Yeah, he really uh, likes them. You know, a lot of silk, right? A lot of robes. Yeah, and, I like uh, silk. Tell me about the train in the grotto. I love silk. Um, what was the question? Tell me about your experiences in the late '80s, the Playboy Mansion, as the in-house train operator. Well, basically, if you wanted a ride, you had to do a line of uh, Coca-Cola. And you were the conductor. Oh, yeah. Well, who do you think I was? Uh, you could be Freddie Mercury. You could be Sam Kennison. Do I sound like a Freddie Mercury? You could be two bags of rice with a, a microphone. Do I sound like a two bag of rice? No, you sound like Amelia Earhart uh, as much as I hard, can tell. Hard. Uh, Amelia Earhart. When I was a young boy in Chile, uh, D's were not allowed to be pronounced, and so T's were substituted instead. Otherwise, we would get the shit beat out of us. Oh, I've never been to Asia. No, it's beautiful. That's why I left. And that's why I have no family. Now, you have a mother, but you don't have much other family. No. Now, tell me again. Okay, so you're at the Playboy Mansion, and tell me about the night. You know what I'm talking about. Something went wrong. Oh, God. Well, I didn't know you were going to bring that up. You just give me a moment so I make sure my mom's not listening. Take your time. This is a podcast. You have all the time in the world. Mom! Shut it off! She's good. So, yeah, uh, well... It's <sighs> a little emotional. I was asked to come into a room with you and a few other individuals. Uh, I thought they were appropriate adults. They were not. I came into the room and they said... Hey, Amelia. And I said, hey. They said, do you want to join us in our... Air train orgy. And I said, that's not funny. And they said, it's not supposed to be. And they made me join. That was not the story I was implying. Oh, which one were you t talking about? I was talking about the Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy bathtub story, but please, oh. I would rather hear this one. <laughs> no, that's... <clears throat> Eddie Murphy was um, in the bathtub with us. Punchline rubber ducky. Rubber ducky was the punchline there. Are you, are you not going to elaborate uh, are you on the... No, well, I was just... Uh, no, I've, I, I've no heard, yeah, you... I've heard bits okay. and pieces. Uh, I've, it's been a rumor, but you were there firsthand and... I would just really like to know about the baby that was birthed on the model train. 
uh, several years later. Oh God, whose oh, baby was that? You were in this. What is this? Sixty minutes. <laughs> this is the sidebar podcast. Oh, Close enough. Nice. We're better. This is a little personal. Um, okay. Well, what was the question? Uh, the question was about the train birth baby. Oh, well, actually, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. Is that after that orgy experience, which I will not elaborate on, um, the woman who did give birth on the train was on an actual train that Hugh Hefner uh, w- was on, mm-hmm. hosting a, a party uh, for um, all, you know, uh, good-looking, famous people like myself. It was a bachelor party, but nobody was getting married. Correct. Okay, and now where's the baby now? He's no longer a baby, obviously. Yeah. Babies grow. Dead. The baby's dead? Yeah. Who killed the baby? Oh, I think he just died. Well, there was a mystery of the train baby, and you were at the center of it. You were at the eye of the storm. And I believe your name has changed many times over the years. There's no way that this uh, award-winning journalist would believe that your name is Amelia Earhart. Now, I cannot pronounce the D as a T. Let's just call that a mulligan and continue. What's a mulligan? Mulligan is when you get a do-over. It's sort of a golf analogy, but I don't play golf. What do, you, what do you what do you play with anything? Um, I play with my socks sometimes when I'm not wearing them on my feet. I could send you guys a free model air train. Now you actually did send us a model air train, and oh, that's right. Uh, my beloved co-host, I should say beloved, but he's not Clint Myers Novak actually hurt himself on it. He burned his loins pretty badly, and he is currently in the ICU, and that is why I am taking over for him here and interviewing when I should be on vacation tracking down my lover's killer. Right. Poor guy. Now, if we can just back up a second. We touched on your 80s uh, Hugh Hefner story. A little bit. Now, I want to know who is sponsoring you now because it is not who you think now you're writing for one magazine right. but you're actually being sponsored by a rival airplane magazine that's correct now tell me about that you're you're doing work for the air force yes now what are you doing are you i know it it might be darpa uh affiliated you're essentially what, I, what i've read and yes. i want you to sort of corroborate uh, yeah. is that you're taking life-size airplanes uh-huh. and you're shrinking them down to fit on model trains to transport uh-huh overseas for war you're weaponizing model trains uh yes how are you doing that uh carefully and what sort of technology goes into that it's confidential you can't talk could you speculate yes can you speculate yes will you speculate yes please speculate okay well how can i say this uh you know the they're they're drones okay um these are are similar to drones they're battery operated uh, Duracell usually works the best. Um, Energizer is kind of outdated, so we don't use those. Now, why are the trains Thomas the Tank engines? Out of all I guess you could call trains, it art. So you do have an artistic license, even in the private well, contracting so, yes. industry. So did Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs is famously Uh-oh. deceased. Mean, well, famously, people refer to me as the Jobs of of the uh, model air air train world. So you moonlight. So you you write. Well, it's not really just, moonlight. I'm more sunlight for all the children. I would remark that you are remarkably tan for somebody who spends most of his time indoors. 
Thank you. Uh, I would also remark that I would not let a child around you if my life depended on it. I'm great with kids. Uh, it, and this I mean, is where I get all my work from. Now, I know for a while in the 70s, there was a model train that was nicknamed the babysitter. And it was essentially, oh. you would put the train around the child and you would go to work and yes. the train would be occupied enough. Oh, yes. Uh, were you a proponent of that? Um, yeah, I was the lead designer. You were the lead designer. Mm-hmm. And so you were a young pup then in the early 70s. You must have been in your teens. No. You said you were 55. Yeah. Early to mid-70s would probably put you there. Okay, that sounds right. Yeah. I'm not always good at math, but when I pull out my calculator and I take my time, I usually nail it. Okay. Now, uh, RC Aircraft Magazine, why is it the number one? uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're going to have to hold one second. Uh, thank God we're not in the same room because I am just getting over a cold and oh. I couldn't bear to have another one. Yes. Now, model airplane news. Why do they limit themselves to RC aircraft? Uh, well, you see, back in the 70s, uh, things happened. And then things happened again in the 80s. And then once we got to the 90s, things happened again. And the thing that's happening now... Is drones. Drones are no. We're we're, we're moving on from drones. So what's the next step? What is the evolution of a drone? Uh, drones. Tr- with a T. That's correct. Now what is a drone? It's a train, but it flies like a drone. Now tell me about the RC drone that you sponsored with ACDC. ACUC. Exactly. But a DC. It's uh, a band. Well, oh, the band. Yeah, now, oh, we had a sponsorship. Yes, you tried to put a, a, a kilt on a drone, and it went horribly wrong. Well, that was, was an interesting... Uh, that wasn't my idea, actually. Oh, I guess nobody really cares about Scotland. Yeah, well, I, is Scotland part of uh, Ireland? They should be. Oh, is that the greater Great Britain? You know, I would have to brush up on my geography, and I just don't want to. I have maps. I actually have probably. I guess, I guess you need to travel a little more and maybe use a air train. <laughs> now, I want, now you did send me a ticket and you invited me on a trip. Yeah. To take a tri- take a ride on your air train. Yeah. Why should I do that? Is it safe? Why w- Why wouldn't you do that? I mean, do you not like joy? <laughs> I mean, fun fun is is not in your in your life. I guess. Well, I tell you this. Right after a word from our sponsors, we're going to talk about our upcoming air train trip and what to expect. Black Friday doesn't have to be every Friday. Luckily, there's Your Diapies Adult Diapers. Your Diapies puts the greeter front and center so you don't get bum-rushed upon initial entry. And with patented pockets of flavor crystals, they'll keep your breath fresh from the waist down around town. Don't discount that basketball hoop until you see the ball go through the net. Buy your diapies. Your bottom would be more bankrupt than a store-wide security breach to not use your diapies. What are you waiting for? A case of the Cyber Mondays? A two for Tuesday? A whip it out when the sun is out Wednesday? No, we didn't think so. Your diapies. Trust your diapies. For when other diapers won't do. Support for the Cybar Podcast is also brought to you by our good enough friend, Envelopes.org, the unsung hero of the postage process. We all know what stamps can do. They're colorful, they're diverse, and they're worth something. 
but so are envelopes. So forth, that is. Envelopes deserve respect just as stamps, and thanks to envelopes.org, they're going to get it. How? By boycott. Envelopes.org has unionized, and they're organized, and they're not taking your shit anymore. They want to be licked too, and that's not too much to ask. You're going to have to mail something eventually, and when you do, what would you do if there was no envelope to slip your slide in? They're taking a cut, and not just from paper. So use them. Envelopes.org. They're not stamps. They're envelopes. And we're back with Amelia Earhart. Duh. I got it. Thank you. Uh, now tell me about this uh, trip that you invited me on, on a train. Well, I mean, you really invited yourself. <laughs> I did, but you did send me a ticket, and I am going. Okay, yes. Well, I was thinking what we could do, and if you're okay with this, it's kind of risky. But... I'm okay with everything. Oh. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said that, but... Okay, now you're in it. Um, well, when you get to uh, Los Angeles, uh, where we'll be traveling to... I'm already there. Oh, right. Okay, well, I guess I'll be when traveling you, when there. You, when you get here? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Elon Musk has these uh, tunnels they're, they're digging. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to take our air train and we're going to fly it right through a tunnel. How is that possible? Uh, it's an air train. So how does the air train work? And do I, do I wear a seatbelt? Is it safe? Have you been testing these? Yeah, of course. I go to the playground almost every weekend and I test them. Now, where does the tunnel go to? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. So you want to be, be very, an adventure. very mysterious. You don't want well, to really I, disclose anything. No, it's, it's, it's not that. It's just, you know, a lot of ideas and uh, artistic uh, vision and, um, you know, innovation comes from surprise, you know, it comes from, uh, not knowing what's coming next. So you can come next on what comes next and make it come for you. Yes. You never quite know when you're on air train, whether you are coming or going, usually coming unless well, you are going somewhere. And that's the beauty of it. It's like you're, <laughs> you're traveling, but you don't feel like it. <laughs> Now, uh, tell me if this is true or not, that Elon Musk, now these, these tunnels are actually quite small, and sort of, he sort of got the idea from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. He has a beam. Yeah. Right? He's not a Bond villain because James Bond is a fictional character. But oh. essentially, Elon Musk would be the villain, or, yeah. or could be in contention, and he has developed yeah. a beam, and he has shrunk in a train, yeah. and on that train... Is what? Is us? Are we going to be shrunken to be put on this train? No. Why not? Uh, That's it, all I want to do. It will That's be, the only reason I'm going. It will be an air train, uh, so it will fly into the tunnel, and we will be inside the train, which will be inside the tunnel. And is there... There will be no shrinking involved. No shrinking? You won't have to be shrunk. Why not? You'll fit. You'll fit? Yeah. Okay. And how many people? It would just I be mean, you and I? No, yeah, just me and you. And you don't know where it goes. See, now... Now, the problem here is... Do you uh, need to know where it goes? I always need to know where it goes. I need uh, a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm. I need conclusion. Intercourse must be I tough have for you. no conclusion in my life. Okay. It's a series of ups and downs, yeah. really. Mm -hmm. um, but I think what our listeners, our tens of thousands of... Upon tens of thousands of listeners... Yes. What I think what they would really like to know is just... 
something. You're 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 coming on. You're very vague. We know yeah. we've done our research. We can get it out well, of so you. So you know everything already. Now we do, but our listeners don't. Right now we we do have a basement here at the sidebar, and I know we are not in the same room, but we can easily get you here, and we could tie you up and get the answers. We can. I wouldn't say that we would torture anyone because the sidebar doesn't have that kind of budget. Look, I don't want to be difficult. If you have a question you want an answer, throw it at me, baby. Okay. You'll answer the question. You promise. Yes. Tell me about the hula hoops. I mean, that's not really a question, is it? You said, tell me about the hula hoops? I mean, is there a question in there? Where are the hula hoops? In my basement. All of them? No. Tell the listeners... Half of them are in the basement. Give give the listeners context. Okay, so hula hoops are a good way to um, develop a sense of aerodynamic uh, uh, science. Um... it's a it's a physics thing. I, I won't go into it. You wouldn't understand. Um, but anyway, a hula hoop helps you to practice your hip movements so that when you are in the air train, you can thrust your hip in certain directions, and it will compensate uh, by balancing the thrusting movements so that you're aerodynamic, uh, precise. Now, I, I, okay, so I understand that is the function of the hula hoop, but what I was getting at is the great hula hoop heist and the train robbery that you were a part of that, yes, you haven't been convicted. There were seven of you. You were on horseback. Yeah. You had revolvers. Yeah. And you robbed a train, and you left yeah. all of the gold, yeah. all of the bullion, yeah. all of the silver, mm-hmm. and you stole all of the hula hoops. Yes. That's strange. No. I mean, no, it's not strange. Yes, it did happen. Uh, yes, and I can talk about how it happened. Well, okay, so run me through. I want to know pre-operation. I want to know... What operation? What the goal was. How oh, the, did you... Okay, yeah, yeah. How did not you, physical operation. No, we'll get, we can get to that later Pre-op, because yeah, that's... that's what I thought you yeah, well, that's about oh. a half hour of content. Yeah. Well, more for some people. <laughs> or less. Depending on how we edit our podcast. Okay, yeah. Now, well, you won't edit this out, will you? No, we're going to let this ride okay. uh, with the sound off. I mean, it's super entertaining, I imagine. Uh, well, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Now, tell okay. me about the train heist. Tell me about okay. how you came upon the train yeah. the reconnaissance, because okay. you used your own drones. That's correct. Trones. Trones. Yeah. T-trone. T. Not not to be confused with the rapper. What rapper? Trone. Tron the Rapper. You haven't heard of him? Does he rap presents? He has trains tattooed all over his face. I, I don't know. They run on diesel. I don't know. He's a pollution machine. I don't know. Everything he says mm-hmm. commits to smog. No. It turns the air pink. Is it like Whitney Houston? It's the number five cause of cancer. It is sort of like Whitney Houston, but less beaten and drowned. Okay, back to the heist. Okay. Now, who... Are you, you can use you're going to use pseudonyms. I imagine you're not going to write out everybody that was in your gang because no. not everybody in your gang made it. Now we do know about uh, Texas Willie. Yeah. Right. We know about the Wright brothers. And Howard Hughes died. And Howard Hughes. Now Howard Hughes was Howard the Duck Hughes. Is that who you're, you're referring to? We called him the Duck, but. Now let me ask you. You had seven human beings. 
but you had a duck and look going through the surveillance footage you literally just threw the duck into an engine and yes. that engine wasn't even part of the train now That's what, was, what what sort of planning is that uh science so you were conducting a science experiment as you were robbing the train you were killing two birds with one stone or one bird with one engine. Well, two birds with one stone. That's good. There were pigeons, but I mean, I believe a pigeon's a bird. It's a squab. I believe that's a bird. Okay. Um, yes. Well, it was not so much a science experiment as it was a logistical issue. And why is that? Where where did it was that... just logical to throw a duck in there and do the most damage. And um, now, where was the train ride? Now, where was? Where did you come upon metro the train? North. It was the Metro North. Yes. So this was actually going from New York Bridgeport, City. Bridgeport, Connecticut to Bridge, New York City. To New York City. So this was going south. Yes. And this was a rush hour train. Yes. But, actually north, but yeah, it's fine. You know, I don't actually know, so I'll take your word for that. Well, geography But I'm sure every New Yorker that does ride that train will have a bone to pick with you. Because <laughs> you delayed their uh, arrival. Yeah. And you made a whole train of people late for work. Yeah. 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 But it was worth it. We got a lot of uh got a lot of good science out of it and uh now, you know, that's why we have drones and air trains now. Well, well this wasn't the only science experiment that you conducted on the heist. Well no, I mean we, we did the science experiment. We we knew that profusion needed uh, a pro uh you know, an additive, so we added the duck. That's pro. Okay, so pro fusion. Then we fused it with the engine. Okay, duck was pro engine fuse. We fused them together. Okay, that's how we made pro fusion. Okay, now after we did that, and people were all like, "Oh my god, explosion!" You know, duck <laughs> pieces everywhere, blood. You know, kids screaming, crying. You know, everybody's over dramatic anyway. What happened was... Well, actually, when I was a young boy in Chile, that was actually a Kisanera. Oh. Like I said, never been to Asia. But I think the the main thing to take away from this is that you can create a distraction that is also an experiment that is useful for you and everyone else at the same time by uh, stealing hula hoops. So you would call that a, uh, a productive uh, diversion. Multitasking, yes. Yes, a multitasking productive diversion. Well, that's what my whole innovation uh, business is on. It's multitasking, putting different things together. So things like that a train and a plane. That, but you also, part of your business is putting things together that don't necessarily go together. Well, that's your opinion. Um, I don't know, for instance, goat rockets. Totally makes sense. Why would you strap a rocket to a goat? Why wouldn't you? Well, what did you learn from it? That goats could fly. For a period of time. Well, relative. In hindsight, maybe having a soft landing spot for the goat is best You ever served. eat goat? I have eaten goat. Okay. Not, off of, not cooked on a rocket. But I believe the village where the goat landed, uh, they were happy, right? I believe they, uh, <laughs> they served it as sort of a tribute to you. They didn't yeah, expect it. They were it. a little happy, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Um, good and good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're going to be setting up a booth at the radio control Shut up, show. Mom! Sorry, I, I, Go now ahead. I, I can, I can make it out very faintly, but it sounds like your mother, she's singing or crying. No, she's just watching Oprah. She's watching Oprah. Yeah. So you do a little bit of both. Well, she just gets really into it. What is Oprah giving away today? Oh fucking no. Neither do I. Uh, the radio control show. Yeah. 
big expo. Mm-hmm. You're gearing up for it. I can't wait. What are you going to show there? What are you doing there? Well, I can't. I can't tell you. You know, the big thing. You but have I can, to tell me. You have. Okay, to tell I'll, me I'll give you. A, I'll give, thing, God, right? you, you're 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 a very good investigator, yeah, so you journalist. There, yes. You know, you really dig. I noodle. You, you're I'm a digger. A you're yeah. a digger. I dig deep. You dig real deep. I do. What did you want to know? I want to know what you're doing there. I want to know oh. why you have the largest booth at the... Because... You have essentially half of the Javits. I made a life-size air train. A life-size air train? That's correct. Does it work? Of course it works. And it's, so this is sort of the spruce goose of trains. Okay, yes. Let me rephrase. Um, backtrack. It works, but it doesn't work. <laughs> Well, what parts work and what parts don't work? The engine doesn't work, so we're uh, suspending it by my original plan, the pigeons. Now, how many pigeons are you bringing to the festival? It's about 40 on each side. 40 on each side. Yeah. Now, do you think bird power is really the best way in 2018, 2019? Only if you give them laxatives before. Laxatives? Yeah. Now, is that homemade laxatives or you have your own recipe? Yeah. Metamucil mixed with a little yogurt. Um, Is it Greek yogurt? No, oh, I, yeah. it's it's the it's the one with it's got the percentage on zero percent. You know? Oh, yeah, right. Because the protein will bind you it, up. That, that's you right. No, a bound pigeon can't fly far. No, I, I Confucius. If you don't have these pigeons at least producing every, I would say every thirty-two point four seconds of white splatter, I I I don't know if you would be able to lift the train. Because the propulsion from the shit boosts it up enough 45 times, 32 times, one, six, four. Yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to get through it without the Metamucil and the yogurt. And this is pigeon power? Yeah. And tell me about advocacy it's clean, groups. It's clean energy. There are animal advocacy groups that are firmly against your whole method. Yeah. It's, they're saying it's not based in science. Well, look, I, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm an American. Are you? Yeah. And I believe uh, in American values, uh, the right to protest, um, but that doesn't mean uh, you're right. <laughs> you know, so these uh, animal people, yeah, you know, great. They can protest, but uh, they're wrong. Now tell me about Susan Powder. Oh, gosh. Susan? Well, Susan Powder, <laughs> we had a little thing. Well, okay. A sexual thing. And does this harken back to the Playboy Mansion? A little bit, because it, you know, when I was at the Playboy Mansion, Susan Powder came into the room while I was forcefully, forcefully made to do this hair train orgy. Susan Powder came in and started egging me on. You know, started, you know, like how they do with the horse. They smack the horse with the whip. She started smacking me. Like the fluffer horse. Were you the fluffer horse? I don't know what that means, but she kept going, you know, go, Amelia, go. You can fly. You can do it. You you don't have to die today. And and so she was kind of my moral support in that situation. Um, and then we had, you know, we dated for a few years after that. Um, you know, she, my mom likes her, uh, you know, she's, she's pretty, she's pretty, uh, she's pretty, uh, she's pretty, she's so fucking pretty.
this was the snuggle train at the Playboy Mansion. It was the last time I had intercourse, really. And what year was that? 1986. That is so sad. You know, our beloved researcher, the Internet Harper, is still on that train. And I would imagine if that train doesn't start moving soon, that the snuggle train will pick back up and people will just start having intercourse with each other. I think that's usually what people do in a crisis scenario. I'd love to be on that train. Uh, you probably could. You could probably take your air train to that train. Called sex train. Now, how would you... Um, Maybe like a human centipede train. Like a human sex train. Okay. So. And then we could put wings on each other. And then we could fly while fucking back and forth like a train. Air fuck train. Air orgy fuck train. That could be my new idea. The air fuck train. The air fuck train. How would pigeons be involved with that? I don't know. I would have to design something. Something geometrical. Maybe. Maybe use. Brachiums there. No. That wouldn't work. Okay. What was the question? Well. I suppose. What would be. The design of. This. Fuck train. The air fuck train. Uh. Okay, so you would need a equal amount of dick and hole. So it could be asshole or vagina hole or I suppose a mouth would work. But a mouth probably wouldn't work too well because that would throw off the balance. So if you had like a penis in a mouth and then a penis to an ass, it would, you know, be... Uh, unbalanced. It would be odd. So you would need, I guess you would just need a dick, dick to butt or dick to vagina. The proper ratio. Correct. And then, what would you, where would this go? Where would this train travel to? Who would be the passengers? I would imagine uh, they would be um, willing passengers, uh, consensual, um, Invigorating. Have you ever been to Barry's Boot Camp? The yogurt shop. Yeah, it'd be like that. Those guys are are good. Now, you're one of the believers that the train to Butan is actually a documentary. You say that there was a zombie invasion on a train, and you thwarted it. <laughs> I can't take full credit, but I'll take it. How did you do it? I killed every single fucking one of them. With what? My bare fucking hands. You got right in there. Yes, I did. So you trained your hands to kill zombies. I need training. Isn't everything you do training? No. Just air trains. Just air. So this wasn't an air train. No, this was me training. And this to g- kill. And this gave you the idea for the zombie air train. Well, I mean, it gave me an idea that if. The zombies, when they come, you know, in the next, well, I guess it's probably 10 years now, um, you know, I'll, I'll have developed the only vehicle to be able to navigate the world of zombies. So when zombies do arrive, they'll be arriving by train. They'll be dying by train. Tell me about the war train. It's sort of like War Horse. Right. But with a train. Yeah. It's an underdog story. Oh, it was, yeah. Um, that little train that could, the little engine that could, well, they came out of nowhere, book. and essentially, right, but this is a train, this train also partook in World War One. 
And it was a boy that believed in a train. That's right. Tell me about that. Well, a boy believed that one day, uh, you know, when the the Nazis were coming, that he could... The, the World War One Nazis? Uh, I mean, the, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there were Nazis before. I mean, World War Zero, there were Nazis, so... I mean, which world war are we talking about here? Uh, well, we'll continue on the story. We'll fact check. We'll fact check later. Either you don't need to fact check me. I don't do any fact checking. That's why we have our You're beloved right, researcher, the Internati Harper. Now the war train. The war train had to work the fields. The war train had to plow. Alcoholic father, unloved mother. Yeah. There was a lot of twin brother dying young. Why, why did you have to bring that up? Because it's part of the story and it's a pivotal plot point. And our listeners need to know about the war train. And my twin brother? Yes, you know, it was a twin engine. Oh, the twin engine. Oh, I thought you meant my twin brother who died. We actually didn't know about your twin brother. <sighs> Oops. What a perk. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. I, I just... Uh, Boy, folks, you little, never know when a, a nugget is just going to land in your lap. No, oh, well, okay, so I guess yeah, my, my twin brother did die. Um... We were actually trying out the first model of the air train. Well, you were grooming the war train, which is the first model. We didn't of call the air it train. war train then, though. Right. We had to. Well, they had to dumb down the title for a broad audience. Yes, and then yes, obviously people did die once the war train was built. But the okay. first person to die was my twin brother when we when we built it. Well, let's do this. Let's get right into the action because the war train was just okay. full of killing things. Yeah. Cannons, flamethrowers. Mm-hmm. There was numch- nunchucks. Yeah, well, on the ends. Uh, I believe they shot some Sour Patch Kids out. It was just right in the eyes, just yeah. burning sugar. Bittersweet. Yeah. Uh, Twizzlers. I'm a tri- I'm on the Twizzler they, they camp. Twizzlers. They were red vines. Right, thank you. Yeah, East Coast, uh, Twizzlers, West Coast, red vines. I don't know the difference. Nobody does. Okay. Except that red vines is terrible. What else? The candy shooters, the pizza poppers, the uh, the flame chars. This just killed. Oh, you want to know what else was on there? I want to know from top to bottom what was on the war train. We had chainsaws that were attached. So you know the uh, the lights that line up, you know, so you know where you're going in a train through the hallway, through the thing? I believe they're called lights. Yeah, we made those chainsaws. Now, why would you have a wedding chapel on the war train? Because people want to fucking get married. I don't understand the question. Well, were there any witnesses? Because, of course, everybody was a witness, well, the model except the of, ones who were dead. Well, the model of the war train was leave no witnesses. So We tried not to. Now, how does that work? How does what work? Was it a religious endeavor? Because if you have a chapel, you have to have a chaplain. Spiritual, not really religious. So a lot of crystals and magical rocks, you would say. Candles. I more believe it a faith-based. Sconces? There's a couple sconces. What's your stance on a train sconce? Um... Wisconsin's or Wisconsin? Can you define the word first? Tell me about the Battle of Wisconsin with the war horse. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Lasted about four days. Until the oil ran out. Tell me about the fields of cheese. Um, it was a holy war. Correct. A lot of Swiss. Yes. A lot of death. Yes. Um, after eating a certain amount, and stowing away some of the cheese, we burned the whole field to the ground. You just melted that cheddar. 
Yes, and that is where actually technically grilled cheese came from, but people don't really give us credit for that. So the war train is invented grilled cheese. Technically, yes. Now, people don't understand that the first bread that grilled cheese was made on was pumpernickel, and that just wasn't going to fly. No. Now, you had, you, I believe, uh, your ancestors. Pumpernickel. Like pumpernickel, right? Fucky such Not even stupid. top ten breads, It's disgusting. Say. Pumpernickel is sort of what you give. It's like people eat rice bread. Prisoner yeah. of war would get pumper, pumpernickel, yeah. I would think. It's a working man's bread. It's like bread. a tortilla. Right. Like a stale tortilla yeah. that's black. and All tortillas are stale. It wasn't meant to really be it was meant to be consumed now um tell me about the rival war trains tell me about the red baron of war trains now there was somebody in the air there was an air train that attacked the war train and obviously i'll spoil the story the war train didn't make it um obviously steven spielberg softened up the story and turned it into a horse just for the broader audience more people relate to horses than trains it's a good movie it was it was okay. I found it a little overly weepy and sentimental myself, but I also haven't cried in 20 years. Yeah. I used up all of my tears in one sitting. You kind of sound like a bitch. Um, well, if you lose all of your family members to senseless gang violence, you might be a bitch too. I lost my twin brother. You did, but you threw him in the engine much like a duck. I didn't throw him. Seems to be your he threw move. himself. Seems to be your move, Amelia Earhart, that when people are animals get close to you you throw them right in an engine you lure them in you distract them look if you can't stay on my train with me then get off that's how i see it well let's get off that train then amelia Earhart. thank you so much for coming in oh thank you that was our sign off coming up next week on the sidebar tiny houses and the tiny dancers who live in them i'm sebastian morales saying see you next time.